Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. So Trey, have you got your snorkel out? Have you been uh, have you been okay? Have you stayed above the water surface today? Yeah, our back patio caught a lot of a lot of water yesterday. <laughs> like I was up in the middle of the night and I was like, well, did I sweep this out? Probably ought to get out of the lightning. That's probably what I should do. <laughs> so I just let it happen. But uh, yeah, we got a little bit. Probably not as bad as some others though. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of it up here. That's for sure. Okay, well, anything new going on with Razorback football, basketball, any other sport today? New? Doesn't yeah, feel like new. anything new. You know, I, I think the next news that we're waiting on is just the uh, the details of Sam Pittman's contract. And uh, I, you mentioned I ran into Hunter Yurchak actually on Easter, uh, and he mentioned he was like, you know, it's in the lawyer's hands. So uh, I guess when they get finished with it, then we'll find out, um, you know, the details of that. Of course, some of the big discussion is with uh, with Greg Sankey and um, the Pac-12 commissioner also that are expected to meet with lawmakers in Washington, D.C. today um, mm-hmm. to lobby for legislation uh, over their name, image, and likeness. Uh, we certainly talked about that a lot yesterday, so probably don't want to get into that too much. But um, that's probably the biggest things going on right now. Well, we can, and, and isn't it interesting that, and I know Marcus will have thoughts on this too, that... <clears throat> The NCAA failed. They, they totally failed. They, 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 they couldn't get Congress involved. Not that I think Congress ought to be involved in anything. Usually, right. uh, my opinion is they mess up just about everything they do, both parties. <laughs> uh, and so uh, I'm not sure that's where you want to go. You may not get exactly what you want when that happens. But isn't it interesting that it's two conference commissioners that are actually, mm-hmm. and they and they met with uh, senators from both parties. At least they were scheduled to. It's six o'clock in Washington by now, so I got to believe it's either happened or if they're in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And what do they hope to accomplish? You know, I and, think it's. And, I think yeah, it's. Excuse me, Rick. I think it's just kind of some of the stuff we were talking about yesterday. I think we can all agree. Uh, maybe not everybody, but uh, a lot of people do agree. You know, if you believe in a capitalist society, that you should be able to profit off of your name, image, and likeness. The thing I think where it gets a little crooked is when you go into the avenue of basically buying players. Mm. You're basically using NIL uh, you know, as a recruiting tool, paying players, in some cases, maybe millions of dollars you know, for a, a top-flight quarterback uh, to go to your school. And I think that's probably the area that they're they would like to see some regulation and and i would too now you get to campus you know and you're tearing it up on the field i I think you absolutely could be the face of something or um you know all of those kinds of things but what we're seeing right now in college athletics and in the transfer portal is players seeking money to go to a school and that's not really what this is supposed to be about I got to tell you, Marcus, you'll love this one. Okay, so Mm -hmm. I I told Marcus before the show, and he and I'll have an hour together at six o'clock, so we don't want to take too much of Trey's time here. But uh, 
in the article Sports Illustrated wrote, which was a long, 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 long article about what's going on right now, SMU, of course, got Eric Dickerson after Texas A&M gave him a Trans Am. And SMU has boosters who got basically banned <laughs> for doing what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. And SMU has actually used a photo of that Trans Am yeah. to show what they can do for players that come to SMU. Yeah. <laughs> I saw it. it, they, it. Put, they put something like all their assistant coaches um, when they were going out for the, for the evaluation period. It was like all the assistant coaches kind of like, you know, how they do just kind of piled on top of each other in a, in a graphic. And then, uh, a Trans Am at the bottom, gold Trans Am. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Marcus, did you, uh, and, uh, and and you can feel free to call, and I see the phone's ringing, so mm-hmm. feel, please feel free to free to call while Trey's on with us, but anybody ever offer you anything like, because you're, you're about that era. I think Dickerson <laughs> no, was no, a no. senior in 82, so you were on campus when he was still playing, right? I was on campus, and I was being recruited, even by those schools, even by SMU. I think Meyer was the coach there. Did you get any offers? Uh, at that t- no, no. <laughs> but you weren't what, fast enough. No, I, I, I wasn't good enough. <laughs> but here's what I'll tell you. Everybody of any significance, you know, and I did have other offers from, from other schools around the nation. Everybody knew what. Every, did, yeah. did they offer you money? Every, well, let me finish my story. Okay. Everyone knew what was going on with Dickerson. Yeah. Everyone knew what was going on at A&M, at Texas. None of that stuff was secret hmm. because it wasn't isolated. Now, Dickerson was a, I mean, a big, big-time guy. He, you know, obviously a difference maker. So, guy, listen, there's nothing new. Everybody talks about, oh, well, somebody, some kids are going to get left out. Ki- kids get left out now. They know oh, yeah. who's going to command what, and they yeah. know who's going to get the – Big dollars, and they know right. who's going to get the attention. So that's nothing new. Yeah. So this, this, all this parity where everything's got to be fair for the players. That's that's a that's a yeah. nice little excuse. Never, had. Never has right. been. Right. You're right. Okay. Well, Trey, we have a call for you. We can continue this, obviously, but we want to take David and Bryant. David, thanks for calling. Hey, uh, I was thinking about that uh, NIL. Was that dude like? If you're going to play in the major leagues, you're going to play in the minor leagues first, and so yeah, that really. Well, here. Well, college players go to the minors. Yeah, yeah, and, and that's the, that's the thing is, uh, that's still the development for um, major league baseball. So let's say. Oh, let's say you're well. When Andrew Benintendi came out, okay, so he's a first-round draft pick from the Boston Red Sox. I think he got like a six or seven million dollar signing bonus. Okay, when he goes into the minor leagues, he's got a not a very big salary until he makes the majors. Now it only took him about a year to make it to the majors, so he's been making major league salaries ever since then. A lot of guys are in the minors. A lot of guys never make the major leagues, and what they make is their bonus. But 
I don't think for college baseball, now I could be wrong, but I don't think you're seeing many college baseball players making $50,000. I think most of these large NILs are for football or basketball. Baseball is getting some, but they're not getting those kind of numbers, I don't think. Are they, Trey, or what What do you hear? Football and basketball are the money sports. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, yeah, there may be some. Nobody on swimming and diving. Nobody on golf. <laughs> right. uh, maybe there's some there's some deals on golf. Uh, John Daly Jr. got a Hooters deal, I guess. So there, <laughs> there are some right, things, dude. but uh, for the most part. Right, right. So, I, no, it, it, this, this NIL will not affect professional baseball, just like it doesn't affect professional football. Let's just say, uh, let's say Alabama's quarterback is getting an NIL deal worth a million dollars. I don't think he is, but that's what um, Nick Saban said last spring. But let's say he is. Well, when he's through with college football, his his next step is the NFL, and they're going to pay him what he's worth in the NFL. That won't that won't change uh, because of what he got well, in college. Well, well, the NFL got like a uh, development league, like what the other sports got. Because they don't need one. They have college football. College football. That's right. Is the development. <laughs> there that's you right, go. Exactly right. Well, college basketball is a development. College basketball is a development league, although they do have a G league. You have to understand well. with, foot, with football, yeah. we're talking about huge rosters. Here, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. in baseball, you've got a big roster, but not anything close to it. Twenty-six. Oh, baseball, yeah, that's what I got. Thirteen. All right. Yeah. Thanks, David. Yeah. Major League Baseball, your twenty-six man roster. NBA. Was it 12 or 13? NFL's 53 plus a taxi squad. So, Okay, well, Razorback Bob wants to talk to you, Trey. So, hi, Bob. Thanks for calling. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Thanks for considering us gentlemen. (laughs) Trey and Rick and Marcus. Hey, Bob. Marcus, am I I not blessed to be able to speak with you two days straight in a row? I was thinking the same thing. Two times in one week. How blessed! No, no. How blessed I am to talk to you and oh, tell okay. your tell your lovely bride hello. I'm glad you're oh, because that. you that's what. where your blessings really flow is your lovely bride. I tell you what, Marcus, I'd be in trouble without her. In fact, we used to do a lot of trail riding, mm-hmm. and my riding buddy told me one day. He said, Bobby. If something if something ever happened to your wife, we just have to shoot you, and that's probably about right, Marcus. <laughs> and you probably would you would probably wouldn't mind that too. So nothing is ever going to happen. Hey, hey, uh, since we got Trey on here, I made I made a statement to uh, my cousin this morning, and I wanted to get you guys' input. And uh, I firmly believe this because it came out of my mouth. But and I know I know Rick. A lot of you, a lot of you guys are one game at a time type guys. Yeah. But um, I told my cousin, I said, when uh, Oklahoma and Texas do come to the SEC, um, and if the talk about Alabama and Auburn shifting over to the East, if that does happen, uh. Marcus and Trey, I, I told my cousin, I said, let me tell you something this. I said, you give Coach Pittman two more, three more, whatever years it is before they get over here. And uh, <clears throat> and they do shift Alabama and Auburn over there. I'm seeing Alabama number one in the east and Arkansas at the top in the west. Um, if the coach at Texas is still there whenever they come in and the trouble they have in at LSU – 
who who would be who would be at the top other than the Razorbacks? And I've got Oklahoma well, about about fourth, you know. Yeah, well, Texas A&M is going to Texas A&M, but they did just sign the number one ranked recruiting class in the country, and not last year, but the year before, they were the first team out of the college football playoffs. So you have to keep an eye on A&M. I think the worst is behind LSU, probably. Um, you know, they're they're ter- they tore down kind of in a sense, and and now are building back up really in football and basketball. Um, kind of weird that's happening in both sports for them. I mean, it's a it's a tough conference. You know, Ole Miss is still there. Um, you know, I don't know that Mississippi State is ever going to win the SEC. Maybe they will. But, um, you know, Mike Leach is, I think, pretty proven that they can get beat by anybody and, and beat just about anybody at the same time. So it's still going to be a tough conference if, if that happens. I don't think that's how it'll it'll exactly shake out. I'm not sure what kind of format they're going to go to. Um, but – wouldn't be the end of the world for me or anybody else. Well, Trey, Trey, wouldn't you if, think uh, if, if it Alabama does happen like that? Wouldn't you I'm think sorry. if it does happen like that, it would be, you know, the the the, the Western Championship would would go through either Arkansas or A and M just about every year for probably a few years. Well, well you got Oklahoma too. You got LSU Oklahoma's too. Oklahoma's not top liver. Yeah, yeah. LSU, LSU. LSU will bounce back. Yeah. I mean, right. you look at Brian Kelly's record, you know, I know people were like, oh, Brian Kelly. I mean, this guy has won everywhere he has been, like really high level. I think LSU will probably be back competitive. Maybe not first or second year like they were, but give him a few years too. You know, that, that state, you can't forget how much talent the state of Louisiana produces every year and really doesn't have anybody competing with them. For the top guys, Alabama may pop in there every once in a while and get a guy, but really LSU gets the guys that they want uh, in that state. So it's always going to be tough in the conference. I don't know if I would ever just say it's going to go through, you know, if you removed Alabama from the equation, I don't know if you'd ever say it's just going to go through two schools because, no. I mean, look at Ole Miss this past year. I mean, they were yep. they were pretty solid. Yeah, Arkansas were. was too, and I think Arkansas is on the uptick. Um but well, you got to have a little bit of luck in this conference in addition to being good. You know, Bob, and, and, and man, here's what I will say. The only separator from the elite, did you see what happened in the NFL draft with the Georgia defense? Mm-hmm. That's obscene. That should yeah. be illegal to have that much talent mm-hmm. on one mm-hmm. unit. I mean, and – yeah. So that's the separator, especially on the line of scrimmage and then speed. Speed and line of scrimmage. Oh, Georgia's, the Alabama's, they're, they're, just, they're just that much better. And they just have that much more depth and talent in those areas. So once we can get that defense solved, we, I don't, I'm not sure we'll – I mean, it, it could be difficult to get to that depth level, but we need some of those impact-type players – you know, at least a couple difference makers on uh, the line of scrimmage that those guys are just loaded with. And then I, I think we will yeah, I and think can upset them. I think well, Marcus, they're getting let me there tell on the you. offensive line. I think they're getting there on the offensive line. I just – the defensive line, they've got some guys here and there, but just they don't have the same level, really, mm-hmm. that, that some of the schools we're talking about have. So mm-hmm. on the defensive it's hard line, to get. That's, that's just kind of – and. They're hard to get. They just don't make a lot of players like that. I feel like I've said that every week, but it's true. And 
But but Trey, how do those guys? I mean, as good as they are, and as many as they have, those guys are covered. How do they all end up on one squad together? They, they just see that as an opportunity <laughs> well, to dominate. Like, well, Georgia has a pretty big back backyard. Alabama has a pretty big backyard. That's that's a big part of it. LSU does too, and so a lot of time. I mean, it's harder to get a four or five star guy from out of state to you know come all the way to Arkansas. That's Always, what I've always said has been the one thing that's kind of held Arkansas back. But I'll tell you another thing is Arkansas has had Arkansas has had some really, really good defensive lines before. That's true. But the problem, a big problem is in the last five years, Arkansas has had five defensive line coaches. Hmm. I mean, hmm. you can't, you got to have some continuity with your coaching staff point. to be able to develop relationships and recruiting. And I don't I think that's. That uh, Georgia you know, guy's been around, what, six years now? He's, he's been around a long time. Well, Mark he's Gibson. In, uh, I think Arkansas Tech, I believe, or maybe Arkansas Monticello. Mm. Um, or maybe he played there. I can't remember exactly. But, he, yeah, he's been there a long time. But for Arkansas, I mean, is it any mystery why they have had to go to the transfer portal so often on yep. the defensive line the last couple of years? Yep. It's because they don't have any continuity at defensive line coach. It's mm. a good point. Well, Marcus and Trey, let me tell you, why I feel this away, one of the reasons why I feel this away, and then y'all can come on now, but I'm going to get off let somebody else on here. Um, you know, as long as Nick Saban is at Alabama, it's going to be hard to knock them off. But you can't forget about, like you said, you can't forget about Georgia. Oh, yeah. But but, but I'm going to tell you about something. Alabama, too. Hey, Nick Saban has not um, a single assistant coach. Alabama, Alabama can get you to the – Until twice Alabama can get you to the – Alabama can get you to the pros, but Sam Pittman can too. And just the personality and the type of coach that Sam Pittman is, these guys will run through a wall for him. And I'm seeing a lot of top players wanting to come and play for him. And look at even the coaches. What was their comment? I mean, they really, they liked the guy. They liked the way he coached and they just, you know, wanted to stick around. So I, I think because of that, and you give him a chance to build, you know, and put put that put that out there, and those guys see what he's all about. I, I'm, I'm seeing Arkansas going up and up and up, and I, 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 I yeah. think they're going to be competing for the top spot, every, you know, pretty much every year. I agree. Anyway, getting off here, guys. Y'all have a great day. Thank you. All right, Mr. Collin. Thank you. And we got a couple more minutes before Trey has to leave, so let's go to JoJo in Little Rock, who wants to talk to Trey. Hi, JoJo. Thanks for calling. Hey, Trey, this is for you and everybody else there. With, with the NIL in colleges, colleges now, it seems like the majority of uh, basketball players and football players are looking to go to school just for the uh, to get to the next level. What has happened to the student-athlete? I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thank you, JoJo. Well, I can tell you this. Yeah. Last night, University of Arkansas had its athletic graduation ceremony, and of course, graduations a week from Saturday, I believe. And over 90 student athletes were there as that will graduate. This wow! Year. There you go. So, Trey, I don't know if I don't want to steal your answer, but I think that says a lot right there, doesn't it? It does. I, I don't think there's any question. That's the numbers speak for themselves. Uh, I do think it's, you know, an interesting trend when you hear. Uh, on signing day or on, you know, when a, a prospect makes his commitment, you know, it's like saying football because you have to be in school for three years. Uh, but that's what they'll say. For the next three years, I'll be attending. You, you know, I, 
And that's fine. If you get your degree in three years, I, I think that's fine, or get close enough to your degree to where it's not a daunting task to come back and get it if things don't work out for you. But I, I understand, you know, the desire for some players to, like, leave early and, uh, and you know, test the pro water, or, you know, not test them, but, you know, jump in and, and turn pro, even if it's sometimes an ill-advised decision. You know, maybe you need money or your family needs money. Um, you know, there's all kinds of things like that that, you know, are case by case. But, man, when I – if I could tell any young person anything, it's think about yourself in 20, 30 years. Think about that guy and make sure that guy's not cussing himself when he was a youth because you got to take care of that guy. And That's right. no matter what people say or anecdotal comments on stuff, getting a degree is about the best thing you can do. In your in your younger years, still good. Well, one of the best things we do is have you on every day. So thanks, Trey. Hope you have a pleasant rest of the day. 